This episode of The Gospel Underground is brought to you by The Passport, an exclusive online community for independent gospel artists looking to build and grow their music ministries from major impact. Members of The Passport receive access to live sessions with industry professionals, networking opportunities with other gospel artists, classes, resources, and so much more. If you are ready to grow your music ministry and connect with like minds in community, then the Passport is your ticket to taking your music ministry to the world. Visit www.thegospelunderground.co forward slash community to begin your free two week trial today. Now let's get back to the show. You're listening to the Gospel Underground the only podcast that helps new and aspiring gospel artists develop the skills to become influential music ministers. It features resources and tips to help empower indie artists to own and operate their music ministry for major impact. And I'm your host, Janice Levine. So let's get this show started. Catch it in the TV, catch it on the road, catch it in the church house, sing it to the souls. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Gospel Underground. I am your host, Janine Slavon, and as always, I count it an honor and a privilege to be back to share with you and to pour into you and your music ministry. So I am a little late <laughs> this week with getting the episode out. This past week and weekend has been a bit of a whirlwind for me. I've been extremely busy. I have my hand in a lot of things. And um, so, yeah, I'm just a little bit late getting the podcast out, but I'm committed to serving you all. So you will get a podcast from me when I say you're going to get a podcast from me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so this is episode nine. And as always, I was seeking the Lord on what to share next with you all. And something that came to my mind was uh, I've been thinking and, you know, I'm always watching and observing and listening. Y'all know me by now. Um, and I've just been observing a lot of different artists that I've come across and just their perspective on being an artist, right? Being a gospel music minister. And I remember that maybe about a year ago now, I did a live stream on our Facebook page, Ministry Over Artistry. If you're not following us, you should definitely join that group. Um, it's a good time over there. That's usually where I jump on live. Y'all know I'm not a super huge fan of going on live. I usually like to pre-record my content. But if you do happen to catch me live, you can catch me there or you can catch me on Instagram at the underscore gospel underground. But anyways, I did a live maybe about a year ago now entitled Prepare for War. And this week, I just really felt it pressed upon me to challenge your perspective on being a gospel artist. Um, I recently added a little something to my Instagram bio. Um, you know, we have the normal things, who we are, what we do, uh, where people can contact us, whatever have you. So in my bio, I have singer, gospel singer, songwriter, and I added soldier. And the reason for that is because that is how I view being a gospel artist. And I want to today to challenge your perspective, challenge your thought, challenge your idea of what it means to be a gospel artist. And in this live, the Lord gave me um, about a year ago, like I said, 
he really challenged my perspective on what it means to be a gospel artist. Um, so I thought that it would be a good idea to share the audio of that live with you all. And I'm actually going to share it in two parts. So this week's episode, episode nine and episode 10 will both be the replay uh, or a part of the replay from that live session entitled Prepare for War. Um, you know, there are a lot of different things that come up when you talk about being a musician and being an artist and all this stuff. And a lot of it is very, um, I'm trying to think of how, how to say it without sounding like, I guess, harsh, whatever. I'll just say what I'm, what I'm thinking. A lot of times when artists think about being a gospel music minister or a gospel artist, I, I notice that a lot of times they leave out the spiritual part, you know, or they're so spiritual that they don't think strategically. And so in this live uh, or the audio of this live, I want to challenge your perspective on what it means to be a gospel artist. The Lord really gave me something serious. Um, and a lot of people really enjoyed this live. So I thought that it would be a blessing to you as well. So as I said, this is the audio replay of a live entitled Prepare for War. I pray that it challenges you. I pray that it blesses you. And I pray that your perspective on what it means to be an independent gospel artist is changed, right? Changed into thinking more strategically, changed into thinking more intentionally, and changed into really striving to be a blessing to the body of Christ and the kingdom of God. So I pray that this blesses you. Um, I love you guys so much. Stay focused on Jesus. Keep one another in prayer. And I will speak to you soon. Now, before we get into this week's episode, you know I have to share with you all this week's Indie Artist Spotlight. And this week, the spotlight is shining on Matthew Aarons, all the way from Florida, by way of St. Anne's Bay, Jamaica. He is an independent gospel artist and musician. And this week, we just want to shout you out, my brother. God bless you. Continue to do the work of the Lord and let the Lord have his way in your life. His latest single entitled Glorious is available now on all digital music platforms and you can listen to it on the Gospel Underground playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify. So if you would like to connect with him, if you want to book him, if you want to reach out and collab, definitely make sure you check the show notes as well as our social media for his contact information. Again, we love you, my brother. God bless you. Continue to do the work of the Lord and we will be lifting you up in prayer in Jesus name. And so today's topic, like I said, is prepare for war. And so what the Lord uh, had me do is go to scripture. And like I said, I'm, I'm giving you all a lot of scripture today. So have your pen and your paper ready. OK, so here we go. So the scripture that he took me to was Second Corinthians 10 verses four and five. And it's a familiar passage of scripture. I'm going to go ahead and read it. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, I know that you've heard that scripture probably a hundred times in church, um, but I've never really, you know, I have conversations with my dad. My dad and I are very close. I have I have conversations with him about a lot of scripture and I ask him candidly. But, you know, in our churches and stuff, we hear that scripture and we hear it referenced a lot. But I've never really heard anybody break down, 
you know, what are the weapons of our warfare, warfare if we don't fight with flesh and blood? You know, what do we fight with? So as I was meditating over this scripture, the Lord enlightened to me that one of the weapons of our warfare is gospel music. And 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 I kind of alluded to that a little bit last week or a lot last week when I said that gospel music is essential. Right. Last week, I I, kind of drilled in on that. The essential work of gospel music, it is a requirement of our relationship with God. How many times throughout scripture have you seen uh, uh, verses about God requiring that we sing to him? that we make melodies in our heart unto him. And there are even scriptures about God singing to us, you know, but like I said, the Lord enlightened to me that is not just to sing and to worship him. It is also a weapon of our warfare. Now, really quick, I just kind of want to do just a little bit of a recap, you know, for the past several years, I want to, I want to highlight something to you before I go into the examples of how music is uh, a weapon in scripture. So we're going to get there. Y'all, y'all, y'all hang in with me. So I just want to enlighten to you for the past several years, there's been an influx of uh, gospel blending with secular, right? We've seen so many secular artists who have some type of an experience. And then, you know, all of a sudden they are, making a gospel record. You know, we've seen so many gospel artists collaborating with secular artists and creating music, but is it really gospel music? You know, when when the Gospel Underground was a podcast, my husband and I did two, two episodes called Ambiguous Gospel. Um and it was all it was a discussion all about mixing sacred music with profane. Um and that's something that I have been vehemently against, you know, you have your opinions, you have your thoughts on it, but I have my my reasons for it. Um, and one of those major reasons is because God doesn't need. Let me go. Let me go back. One of the major reasons why I am against it is because our first call is to the gospel unto salvation. And if you do not have a witness of Christ, you cannot be a witness for Christ. So that whole blending and all that mixing, you know. When you hear them saying, oh, you know, we're we're expanding the gospel, you know, but you but nothing is really changing. You know, nobody's really getting saved, healed, delivered and set free. Nobody's really getting convicted. You know, um, they're saying all oh, the gospel messages being spread. Oh, really? So then why is there like an abundance? It seems like an abundance of more sin, more people turning away from God. You know, God doesn't need anything or anybody to share his message especially not someone who has not submitted their lives to God. Now, we're not going to go off a tangent on this because I could go on this all day long and I'm not here to judge nobody's walk. However, I can make an observation um, and enlighten to you what has been given to us by these artists who are not believers. And, and I can definitely stand firm and say that, but these artists that are not believers that all of a sudden have some type of an experience and want to make a gospel album, but they have not first had the witness of Christ themselves. So I said all that to say, there's been an influx of gospel artists and gospel music mixing and changing and turning turning into something that is no longer gospel. Most of the music nowadays is inspirational. You know, it sounds good, it make you feel good, it make you dance, it'll make you jump. But 
Is it music inspired by the Holy Spirit? Is it music that is inspired by the word of God? Is the word of God in, infused in the music? Is the gospel in the music? And for a lot of this, it is not. It is not. It is a watered down version of secular music. So I wanted to highlight that really quick. The fact that gospel artists are blending with secular artists um, and, and vouching for them, <laughs> which is interesting. It's like another conversation for another day, child. But blending with secular artists and, and taking the this God's music, as I call it, taking God's music and mixing it with people that are not submitted to God. You know, mixing it and, and changing the lyrics and you, you hear more of this gospel music nowadays and, you know, Jesus is not even in it. The name of the Lord, Jesus is not even in the music. They're saying God or they're saying you or they're saying love. It's not gospel music. It's not gospel music anymore. And in my mind, I have watched this and I have said, wow, this is another attack on the body of Christ. You know, if gospel music is essential to our relationship with God, but the enemy can come in and pervert it and change the lyrics and, 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 and corrupt the messengers and, and have them okaying and aligning with people that have not submitted their lives unto God. That sounds like an attack. So I wanted to highlight that really quick. And now I want to share with you three examples as, as to how music was used as a weapon in scripture. So the first example that I want to use comes from, oh, a passage of scripture that I love, a passage of scripture that the Lord used to inspire me to write a song that I will be releasing soon. So that first passage of scripture comes from 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 22. During this portion of scripture, we see King Jehoshaphat, the kingdom of Judah, they were attacked by three heathen nations. And immediately Jehoshaphat was fearful, but the word of the Lord came through one of the young men, I believe his name is Jehaziel. And the Lord encouraged the people of God and encouraged them, letting them know that this battle is not yours, it's the Lord's, and you're not even going to have to fight. So I'm going to read verse 22, and I'll let y'all, and y'all will see what happened during this battle. So 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 22, and it reads, and when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Now, if you read further down in that chapter, you will see that not only did the children of God not have to physically fight, but, excuse me, that they went out. And all they did was worship God and sing praises unto God. And also the way that the Lord allowed the enemies to be smitten, like I said, if you read further down, you will see that they ended up killing each other. Music is a weapon of our warfare. That's example number one. Example number two was Paul and Silas when they were locked in jail in, in Acts chapter 16. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, if you read the scripture, you will see that the reason for Paul and Silas being locked up in jail is because they cast a demon out of a young woman with the spirit of divination who was being used by the men in the town to to as like a psychic to tell people's future and all this stuff. But, you know, if you do that outside of the spirit of God, if God has not given you the gift of prophecy to tell and to speak with thus saith the Lord, that is not of God. So Paul cast the demon out of the girl and they threw him and Silas in jail. Right. So here it is. Acts chapter 16 and verse 25. Here is how music was used as a weapon. 
And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Oh, glory. And if you read more down into that chapter, you will read that the, 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 the doors of the prison swung open. And even later on in verse 30, the, the prison guard was so ooh, fearful and he was moved by the power of God. that He actually came to Paul and said, what must I do to be saved in verse 30? So once again, music was used as a weapon. It slung those doors open and set them free. And not even only that, it also created an opportunity for the prison guard, the person that was supposed to be keeping Paul and Silas in jail. It created an opportunity for him to cry out, what must I do to be saved? And guess what? He went ahead and got baptized. Glory, hallelujah. That's example number two. Music is a weapon of our warfare. Now, the last example, example number three, this one is straight to the point. This one, and you've all heard it before, of how David would play music, hallelujah, hallelujah, to shoo away the evil spirit from Saul. Now, Israel wanted a king. Oh, they wanted a king. They wanted a king. And sure enough, they got themselves a king, a king who turned against God who God allowed to uh, be 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 um, tortured by a demonic spirit. So let's get into the scripture really quick. Let's read it. First Samuel chapter 16 and verse 23. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took an harp and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well. And the evil spirit departed from him. You cannot tell me that it's just music. Oh, glory, hallelujah. You cannot tell me that gospel music, when it's infused with the word of God, when it comes from Hayabasiya, when it comes from heaven, hallelujah, when it comes inspired by the Holy Spirit, when it comes from God, it is a weapon of our warfare, not just to keep us into a, a, a good, healthy relationship with God, but also to break the bands of wickedness that come to destroy our lives, to break, hallelujah, the yoke and destroy the yoke of the enemy when he tries to burden us down, hallelujah, and oppress us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. It is also a weapon to dis completely destroy our enemies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And make them destroy themselves. These are three examples in scripture. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Where music, hallelujah, is a weapon of our warfare. So it's no wonder, hallelujah, that the enemy wants to infiltrate the gospel music industry. Oh, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. But the Lord is raising up, hallelujah, a, a, a band of soldiers, hallelujah, musical soldiers, hallelujah, hallelujah, who will sing the word, hallelujah, who will sing the gospel in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to your name, Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's not that the enemy wants gospel artists to get so caught up with being famous and get them uh, uh, caught away with some frivolous idea of success. So what you go sing around the world? So what you make a million dollars? Hallelujah. Won't profit a man to gain the whole wide world and lose his soul? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what you get to sing with this person and that person? Who are they? 
Hallelujah. You should be honored. Hallelujah. To, to sing to the highest. Hallelujah. To sing to the most high God. Hallelujah. It's no wonder. Hallelujah. That the enemy is, is trying to tear down God's music ministers. Hallelujah. It's no wonder. Hallelujah. That when I get on the phone with people, they share with me, oh, I'm scared. I feel hesitant. Nobody will listen to me. I feel uh, I'm not enough. I don't look like this. The blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus is against that. None of those things, hallelujah, are a requirement for, for worship. You know what the requirements for worship are? First and foremost, to be saved. Hallelujah, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. If you worship God, you got to worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. That's a requirement for worship. To be yielded unto him is a required to worship. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. None of those things, hallelujah, mean anything, hallelujah, if the presence of God is not infused within your music. None of the, you can sing to the world, you can sing to millions, hallelujah. But if nobody is convicted by your music, if nobody is changed, if nobody is challenged, hallelujah, to seek God, hallelujah, then you have to question yourself, is it really gospel music? Is it really, hallelujah, gospel music, hallelujah? We're not here to make fluffy, inspirational, okay-sounded, oh, oh, I, I want to sell it. That's nice, but we're here, hallelujah, to be used by the highest. Hiya, hallelujah, hallelujah, for him to sing through us, hallelujah, for him to write through us, hallelujah, for him to move through us, hallelujah, hallelujah, that strongholds may be broken, hiya, Hallelujah, hallelujah. When we open our mouths to worship, hallelujah. We should not go to church singing these songs Sunday after Sunday, Saturday after Saturday, whatever day of the week that you worship. We should not be going to church singing these same songs and nothing is happening. There's a problem. Hallelujah. We need to get back to the to, to making gospel music, hallelujah, that honors God, making music that is inspired by God, hallelujah making music, hallelujah, that is so filled with the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, that demon spirits have to back up. Oh, glory to your name. That's the type of music God wants. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Why is it that we have all this gospel music available? Hallelujah, but no chains are being broken. Nobody is being changed. Nobody's being convicted. Nobody's drawing closer to God. What's, what is happening? I'll tell you what's happening. The enemy has blinded your eyes to who you are. You're not just a singer. You're not just a songwriter. You're not just a producer. You are a soldier. Hallelujah. 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 You are a soldier. Hallelujah. In the army of the Lord. I pray that you all enjoyed this week's episode. Part two of this message will be released next week in episode 10. So as always, I love you guys. Stay focused on Jesus. Keep one another in prayer. And I will speak to you next week.